Rodriguez, host of the Destination Podcast, where I cater to the professional working man, 40 and above, who's looking to make positive changes to his health, lose weight, and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes. I'm here to share inspiration, tips, and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this here beautiful blue planet. So today we'll start the discussion off by talking about the three steps to take for an everlasting brain in our first segment. And we'll move on to our second segment and talk about does Metamucil help you burn fat? Before we get into that, I need you to listen up. Look, your health and fitness goals are easier to achieve than you think. First and foremost, it's about getting your mind straight right from the get-go. And so I've got a preview the 10 Daspination Mind Hacks that'll help you whip your mind into shape so you can turn around and whip your body into shape. Does that sound good to you? Then get on over to podcast.daspination.com slash mind hacks to get your freebie today and start using these 10 hacks to exercise consistently and create the real and lasting results you're truly after and that you absolutely deserve. That's podcast.gasfination.com slash mind hacks. Again, that's podcast.gasfination.com slash mind hacks. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. Really helps to get the word out and it's honestly in one place where your vote truly matters. Now let's move into our first segment with healthy conversations. Oh yeah baby I switched it up this time. <laughs> I switched it up if you guys uh, didn't catch that. I closed well I didn't close down the VIP community. I just set it off to the side for now because I have a couple of other ideas that I want to um, you know throw out there to you guys and see how it how you guys receive it. And, uh, and the first one is this, uh, you know, the, the first idea that I have is this concept of, of mind hacking. You have to set your mind straight to, to really hit any type of, of um, fitness or health or any type of goals, really. And uh, this, uh, you know, this freebie that I put together for you guys, it's going to go through these 10 mind hacks. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give away the whole kit and caboodle but just wanted to throw that out there and uh, you know yeah get on over there right now if you can and uh, you know snatch up your freebie. All right so uh, yeah enough of that. (laughs) Uh, Healthy conversations what are we talking about here during this week's installment of uh, healthy conversations. So um, yeah speaking of mind hacks we're talking about the three steps to take for an everlasting brain. This is a great topic because I'm a firm believer that, again, part of quote unquote good health and uh, you know living way longer than w- what you should, this has a lot to do with your brain, both uh, you know physically and mentally. You know, so the the health of your brain is just as important as the health of your body, and having a strong physical brain <laughs> will support you know a strong mental health. If you have a strong physical brain, that supports your mental, like a a, a nice, gives you a nice platform basically to to have, you know, a strong mental health, you know, and having that, that, you know, that, that strengthen your physical body. Because, I mean, think about it. 
if you need if you need to get your head straight to uh to achieve whatever goals that you're trying to achieve like whatever it is that you're trying to get to then you know again <laughs> you need to have your mind straight you need a strong physical brain you need a strong mental health that will support a strong healthy physical body <laughs> period and now if you start digging into research on brain longevity because I, I guess that's like the official term that they use uh let me tell you you're gonna find years and years worth of data to go through it's not something that's never been studied or measured before trust me it's this is well documented science and uh in fact cnn's chief medical correspondent sanjay gupta i'm sure you know i'm sure you've heard of him right <laughs> well uh you know dr gupta has dedicated much of his career to studying what keeps the brain ticking well into old age. And after his 51st birthday, uh, Dr. Gupta wrote about how three specific behaviors, which you can do all at once, by the way, you know, and, and when you do them, you'll outpace all your peers, every, all your friends, everybody around you, when it comes to protecting your uh, thinking organ. <laughs> that hunk of uh, gray matter in between your ears, you know? And it's important, you know, to take care of this muscle. Like, ultimately, the, your, your brain is a muscle and it needs to be exercised as such. You know, it's one of the most important muscles, if you ask me. And now, uh, you know, Dr. Gupta talked about how he noticed that people tend to have a limited view of what their brains are uh, capable of doing as they age and, and how they have the power to make themselves better, faster, fitter, and even a whole heck of a lot sharper, you know? People underestimate the power of the brain, let me tell you that. And he also went on to say how, in his mind, how he thinks it's because, you know, since the brain is encased in a hard shell of bone, like many people assume that it's like this black box, like it's only measured by its inputs and outputs. But, you know, like the idea that the brain is the secure, immovable object, that, it, it's a delusional idea that the whole scientific community, supposedly, like they're working hard day and night to change. Like they, they're trying to, to change this, this uh, ideology or this thought, this uh, uh, concept or whatever you want to call it, you know, the brain is not set in stone. And here's, here's the winning catch for everyone involved is that scientists have found three strategies that they're saying are the best ways to improve your brain health so what are these three things these strategies like what are they what should we like should we all be doing it uh, i mean <laughs> i don't know about you but uh, i'm all for it uh, you know at least giving it a shot giving it a try so anyway you know let's let's get right into it and talk about the first one you again you, you shouldn't be surprised when i tell you this one you know the first thing they're suggesting you do to improve your brain health is to simply move. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, here it is. What they're talking about is basically physical activity. That's it. Physical activity pumps out substances in the brain that act like uh, fertilizer on brain cells for, for them to grow and for their survival, basically. So this allows, uh, this allows us to continually learn new skills and explore new hobbies that are stimulating or, uh, you know, de-stressing and rewarding 
you know and all these are all good things for staying sharp you know mentally sharp you know like on it you know this is why you see so many entrepreneurs who are in shape like physically like because of this first tip here you know you're continually having to learn and adapt in business right physical activity gets those juices going up in your head these fertilizers as as they were uh, referred to like these fertilizers for your brain that help you easily learn new skills and concepts you know so you should seriously consider your go-to way to sweat as uh you know the first part of the equation like if you like going to the gym make it a ritual if you're a walker you know make that happen every day same if you're a runner a power lifter cycler uh power yogi you know dance fitness aficionado anything like the point is to get up get active and uh ultimately break a sweat <laughs> Next in line here, and as uh, Dr. Gupta points out, uh, there's a whole lot of evidence that suggests that uh, our brains thrive on human connection. And I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> there are so many studies that have found that uh, those with a strong social circle have fewer health problems and live longer than those who don't. You know, so think about that. I know there, uh, you know, there are a ton of introverts that are probably cussing me out right now, but this is simply what the numbers show. And uh, you know, Dr. Gupta don't lie. <laughs> so while you're out there getting sweaty, see if a friend or a quarantine mate can come along with you. I think I've mentioned this in the past. And uh, you know, to round out uh, your your brain healthy trifecta, uh, you'll need to make sure you're truly engaging with this the person in front of you seriously though you know get out there with the buddy make <laughs> make that awkward eye contact as you do uh, you know jumping jacks together and, and ask about the hard stuff you know tell them what's really up with you tell them what's really going on in your life you know not just the superficial uh, oh you know <laughs> everything's good over here how about you you know that that's no Re really let them know what's on your mind and now if you put it all together, think about it. One of the best things you can do for your brain is this. Take a brisk walk with a close friend and discuss your problems, period. That's it right there. That's the takeaway. That's the big aha for an everlasting brain. <laughs> I know you think, I know, I know what you're thinking right now. These strategies may sound extraordinarily simple, right? And maybe even old fashioned, but <laughs> you know, the reality is they work, you know, listen, your brain may be, uh, you know, a complicated organ uh, trying to figure out how it, how it ticks, but treating it well is actually a lot easier than what you think. Don't overcomplicate it. And so the more you know, the better you'll be. And now with that said and done, let's switch gears and move on to our second segment with Mighty Man. All right, all right, that was a great first segment. Now we're on to uh, Mighty Man. <laughs> so does Metamucil help you burn fat? That's the question we're attempting to, or we're not attempting, we're gonna answer that today on this segment of Mighty Man. So first off, <laughs> Metamucil is a supplement that's often used to treat uh, constipation and support regularity. It's also sometimes used for weight management because of its ability to like 
lower your appetite and give you that feeling of fullness. Uh, that that's just that's a general rule of thumb with fiber in general. And metamucil being a type of uh, fiber, it gives you that again. It lowers that appetite and gives you that feeling of fullness. But metamucil has also been associated with uh, several. Uh, adverse effects, to, for lack of better terms, like leading so many to wonder whether it's even safe and effective for weight loss. So the question always comes up, um, again, can Metamucil help you lose weight? And should you even be using it for that purpose? These are, you know, my, my opinion, uh, great questions, if you ask me. And, and we're, again, we're going to talk about that right quick. So first off, what exactly is Metamucil? Well, you kind of explained that already, you know, so for starters, it's it's nothing more than a fiber supplement made from psyllium husk. This is um, a compound, the psyllium husk is a compound that comes from seeds of this plant called the blonde plantain, um, and it's a type of soluble fibers, what they call it, which it, all that means, it's a fancy term for this fiber. <laughs> it easily absorbs uh, water and, and forms a, like a gel-like consistency as it passes through your, your tract, your GI tract, your digestive system. And so it's often used, uh, you know, to support, again, digestive health, to uh, lower cholesterol levels, to reduce appetite, and, uh, you know, to improve blood sugar control, like your, your blood sugar levels. And, uh, you know, also promotes uh, regularity by trapping water in the intestines, which kind of eases the passage of stool from the body. It's generally available in a powder form, but it, it also comes in a capsule or in wafer form. And it can actually be purchased over the counter without a prescription. And now, does it actually help with weight loss? <laughs> No, we're going to get there, you know? So several uh, studies have focused in the past like, on this potential weight loss effects of Metamucil and psyllium. And so for instance, one study found that supplementing with psyllium decreased constipation, uh, blood sugar levels, and body weight. So they, these are all good outcomes, basically, from what they found, you know? But they, they also, like these studies, they also show that, uh, you know, psyllium may help reduce appetite and, uh, you know, increase feelings of fullness. So, you know, again, beneficial for weight loss, obviously, because if you're feeling full, <laughs> you're not eating, basically, right? So, and if it's reducing your appetite, again, you're not eating. <laughs> Both good, I guess, byproducts or, or side effects for uh, weight loss, you know? But because if uh, you're feeling full, then again, you're not eating. In fact, one review showed that uh, supplementing with psyllium fiber may help keep you feeling fuller for longer between meals. And another small study found that uh, taking Metamucil before breakfast and lunch for three days led to reductions in hunger and the desire to eat and um, literally reduced that feeling to, to want to eat. And, and again, it increased that feeling of being full between meals. So it, it, it kind of lasted longer, you know, that you, when you have a meal and then you, you feel full, but then say an hour later, you, you're, you're starting to feel hungry again. Well, the, like the, the five, the Metamucil helped with that, uh, I guess, prolonging uh, of feeling full. 
But here's the thing, even though people can and have experienced these potential benefits, uh, Metamucil or similar fiber supplements shouldn't be used as a weight loss product. Instead, try increasing your intake of solu soluble fiber through foods like fruits and vegetables and uh, legumes, you know, like these foods can help you increase your fiber intake to support weight loss and <laughs> because, you know, there's always an and, you know, they, they also supply uh, important vitamins and uh, minerals and antioxidants to improve your overall health, you know, and because even though these uh, studies show that Metamucil may have some weight loss benefits, um, there, there are a few side effects you have to consider. You have to be aware of them. You have to keep them in mind, you know, so here we go. Because I always like to contrast the good, the, the pros and the cons, because that's how you make a good educated decision. You know, you figure out, okay, well, these, these are all the pros. Am I willing to trade off the pros and the, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, first off, it's been shown to cause uh, mild digestive issues for some people. These are things like uh, gas and bloating. Uh, who wants to sign up for that? Uh, not me, my friend, not me. But hey, if you do decide to add this to your diet, then, you know, just make sure to start off low with a low dosage and then increase your intake gradually to help minimize any of these uh, uh, unpleasant or unwanted side effects. Because again, you know, who wants to be feeling that gas and bloating and all that stuff? Also, also, it's also important uh, to make sure you drink plenty of water when taking uh, Metamucil because if not, then, you know, you might be looking at some more severe side effects like uh, bowel obstruction. And if you have uh, diabetes or a history of any type of gastrointestinal disorders like uh, Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, then you, my friend, should really uh, not take it. <laughs> no, but, but in all, all honesty, like really, talk with your doctor before using any type of fiber supplements like Metamucil because, uh, yeah, it's, I, it's not good for you. <laughs> Same thing goes if you're, um, if you're taking any other medication because uh, Metamucil can actually interfere with the absorption of certain types of drugs. So uh, definitely be aware of that. You know, these, these are all pretty bad side effects, if you ask me. But here's the ultimate bottom line here is that increasing your intake of fiber using a soluble fiber supplement like Metamucil, you know, this, <laughs> this may actually help reduce hunger and appetite and promote weight loss and all that stuff. But it can also get in the way of some medications and, and cause uh, digestive distress or issues for, for a lot of people, again, like bloating and belching and gas and stuff like that. So you're either retaining gas and having, you know, having gas pains or you'll be <laughs> letting it fly from both ends, if you will. <laughs> and so due to these risks, you should only take Metamucil after consulting with your doctor. Not only that, but despite some of their, uh, you know, potential benefits for weight loss, uh, you know, Metamucil and similar fiber supplements, you know, they, they should not be used as weight loss products. If you're looking for a weight loss product in specific, I have a great recommendation on that. I've had nothing but success with it. And every time I recommend it to a friend, uh, you know, they've always gotten back to me with great news and a slimmer wardrobe, you know? 
And so if a premium weight loss product and a guaranteed slimmer wardrobe is not what you're look, you know, what you're after and you'd rather try it naturally, it's all good. I got you. <laughs> you know, a better approach for you than using Metamucil, of course, would be to try and eat more fiber-rich foods like fruits and vegetables and legumes, things like that. You know, these foods can not only increase your intake of fiber to support weight loss, but you know, they also supply a variety of uh, important uh, vitamins and minerals and antioxidants to support your overall health. And you know me, when it comes to taking care of your overall health, <laughs> it's the way to go, buddy. It's the way to go. And so with all that said and done, that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little new sunshine to you. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. Very much appreciated. On next week's episode, we'll be talking about the seven no-not-required killer core exercises. So, fellas, if you're doing traditional crunching and not seeing the results that you really want, we'll definitely want to tune in to next week's episode to find out how to get those without having to do one single crunch. And look, your health and fitness goals are easier to achieve than you think. First and foremost, it's about getting your mind straight right from the get-go. And so I've got a freebie for you, the 10 vaccination mind hacks that'll help you whip your mind into shape so that you can turn around and whip your body into shape. Does that sound good to you? Then get on over to podcast.gasmination.com slash mindhacks to get your freebie today and start using this and hacks exercise consistently and create the real lasting results you're truly after that you absolutely deserve. That's podcast.gasmination.com slash mindhacks. Again, that's podcast.gasmination.com slash mindhacks. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcast wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy, five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out, and it's honestly one place where your vote truly matters. Till our next chat, take care now. Bye.